0: Our culture is disintegrating. Hey...
1: in this program are based on the holy spirit leading of a man called coach
0: i gotta ask you this out there christian america
1: it's time for pass the salt with a coach dave daubenmeyer
0: well we survived 2220 22 all those twos we survived them here yesterday in fact we had a all the kiddos were here last night except our son zach and his wife and his uh, baby didn't make it but we had a well, we had a house full. My wife is, I'm, I'm telling you, my wife's unbelievable. <laughs> if you guys could just hang around her. And she is a, uh, she's like uh, that guy in Charlie Brown. What was his name? That the dirt was always flying up around. Uh, that uh, That's her. She's not stirring up dirt. She just never quits. And she had the greatest little meal for us last night. And great little I held every one of my grandkids except one sitting on my lap last night. and uh, Just a. Just a great, great evening here in the two o two o two 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 o two two Dobbinmyer household, and pray that you had a, you had a great, uh, great time as well. I've got a lot going on. I uh, I've, we've been negligent. I've been negligent. Some of you have been negligent. Have been keeping up with the schedule real well. And I know that Craig just said before we went on the air that there's a Salt and Light Brigade meeting. Chad's got one coming up February twenty sixth. That'd be this weekend. And Craig's got one going on out there in. in uh, in the Baltimore, I hate to say that, Hagerstown, wherever. Come on in, Craig, tell us what's going on out there so people can get over there and come and visit you all. And rest, of I you mean, come on, man, let's get going here. Let's get let's get these huddles up and running. Go ahead, Craig.
4: Well, it's a, it was a follow-up. It was uh, expressed and given out in paper form for those who attended our first one, which was just about, uh, well, a month ago. Wow. And what we're doing is we're just getting together as a breakfast. We're going together over some of the things that we've been doing. Uh, been working on that medical kit. I'm going to be showing that. Um, and uh, some of the local things that are going on here in Maryland that folks need to get aware of, get involved in some of the politics. So it's going to be at the Golden Corral, Hagerstown. Uh, We have what people can do and who are listening later on. You can just go and email me at Maryland at org and get in contact with me, and I'll get back with you.
0: Awesome, Craig. Thanks, man. Sorry I haven't uh, really put that. It well, it's up there. No, it isn't up there. It's my fault. It's not up there. But uh, folks, uh, got good things going on. Chad's got one going in his house. Anything to say about that, Chad? No. <laughs> okay. Well, you, go, you guys know what goes on at Chad's. The uh, weather gets a little bit nicer, Chad. will get down. We had another flash flood yesterday. Rained, and rain, rained. Holy smoke. Sometimes you ask yourself whether you'd rather have rain or whether you'd have snow, and then we get a forecast this weekend for freezing rain. Oh, we just love that one, don't we? Just love that freezing rain. So it is here in Ohio, and uh, it it is what it is. Man, I got some good stuff today. Always hope hope to have some good stuff. And uh, uh, I want to throw this up on the screen. Uh, Spencer, I didn't really make much of a nose. It says most terrifying force. Throw that up on the screen today. We're really uh, in perilous times. I'm going to talk about faith today, for those of you who might be interested. I better shut up a minute. let Myra come in. And, uh, I know she's been working on a prayer for us. Go ahead, Myra. Go ahead and pray over us here this morning, and then we'll, we'll get into faith.
5: Okay. Thank you, Coach. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Saints. We're reading uh, 2 Timothy 2.15, King James Bible. The studied shall thyself approve unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Holy Spirit, you're welcome to couch, Dave Huddle. Thank you, Jesus, because according to John 1, John 2:27, the anointing which we received from Him abide in us. I release the joy. Peace and love to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Coach.
0: Amen, Myra.
3: Amen. I like,
0: after yeah. I call her Reverend Myra, don't we? You gotta call her Reverend Myra for sure. Uh, up on the screen, crazy stuff still going on. Look, I have a real concern. I, maybe I'm not the only one that voiced this concern. You know, there's a trucker convoy heading to Washington, D.C. now. I know you guys know that. And uh, Spencer, let me um, pull up terror warning. Terror warning. Because I, want, I I, think it's just important that we kind of talk about this stuff. I saw this today. Did you see this, friends? This is released by the US Department of Homeland Security. Breaking news a national terrorism alert ahead of a 9 20th anniversary. That, that's not, folks, that ain't what it's about. So look, the potential terror threats are those who are opposed to COVID measures. Would that be any of you? Uh, that'd be me. Claims of election fraud, belief Trump can be reinstated that would be me. would that be anybody else out there because your your government is calling you a terrorist threat, okay and then 911 anniversary and religious holidays uh, be on the lookout now folks, listen, are you listening? See they're setting up a scenario for them to cause one of these false flags. <laughs> you get it, don't you? Uh, come on, tell me you get it. It's programming, right? It's programming. Yeah. So, so as soon as it happens, we say, "Oh, yeah! See, they golly, they told us that those Trump supporters are going to do that. Yeah, those truckers, those semi truckers. We—they told us they're going to do that." Well, I, I've got some concerns because, um, um l- let me let me lay it this way. Uh, I'll get to this in a second, Spence. Uh, they know the truckers are coming. They know the truckers are coming to D.C. and they've already taken off. And I don't, I don't know exactly, somewhere along in one of my links here, I have the, the when they expect the date to be, and they're going to supposedly close down the outer belt outside of Washington. Who knows exactly what they're going to do? But, friends, my concern is it's just, again, for, hey, folks, those of us who were at um, the, uh, January 6th, we would tell you this, that it's like COVID, 99.8% of everybody there was peaceful. The ones who weren't peaceful were probably those who had infiltrated or government assets who set it up and did it so that he could turn the entire peaceful gathering of God fearing Americans into a what? Insurrection. Now they know the truckers are coming. We know their playbook. So I just have I just have grave concerns. If somebody's gonna plant a truck full of explosives and blow it up and then they'll blame who they're gonna blame. So that's that's what my concern is. That's something we probably ought to be in prayer in. That's why I have been saying stay the hell away from Washington, D.C. There has to be a better way to do it, but it's the way we've always done it, and I'm not criticizing the truckers. God bless them. They're coming. Uh, I'm going to try to find out when they're coming through. I'm going to be out over my overpass. Route 70 runs almost right behind my house. I'm going to be out there with flags. I'm with them. God bless them, but I just don't know if the answer is I just don't know if the answer is Washington, D.C., folks. It's a seized city in my not-so-humble opinion. And so uh, just be on on the alert. Hey, listen, here's how we fight back. Begin to, when you post on Facebook or Twitter or Twitter or Twitter or Twitter, whatever, wherever you are on your social media, begin to plant the idea of a false flag. Just begin to plant that in the minds of people saying, look, we better watch out for this. We better watch out for that. So that when it happens, people aren't going to be so easily duped and believe the government line. Y'all with me on that one? Let let me run down them real quick here. Larry, come on in then Brett.
6: Yeah, coach, I agree with you that they're setting us up for a false flag. However, we're in catch 22 because if they set us up for the false flag and we don't do any action? We don't take. We don't do anything. We don't take yeah. action. Some kind somewhere they win. If we a, don't, I'm if a, we do yes. bite the false flag, then they've set us up. They've got the news media already with the stories printed, ready to go, and they win. So either way, they win. They, they've, got, they've got us between a rock and a hard place.
0: It is a catch of twenty-two. A catch of twenty-two. Uh, my my my. Uh, again, my uh, plan would have been. Uh, do it someplace else other than Washington, D.C. That would have been my plan, but, well, but hey, Coach, it I, is I, I good.
7: I agree with everything you said, but just like up in Canada, uh, and I, I can't
0: say that there was no one that got out of hand, but all the videos and everything I watched, it was as peaceful as they could possibly sure. make, it. but they still turned the tide on them, on the, nu- on the national news. Nu- they, they, they claimed they
7: desecrated
0: the monuments, they destroyed buildings, you know, it, you can't get away from it. No, because because again, the the media, right? The media, absolutely, absolutely. They're part of it, folks. They're part of it. Hey, Spence, I just sent you. I just sent Jared. Uh, uh, thank you for sending this to me. Uh, who sent it to me? Let me see there. Sheila, thanks for sending it. Uh, the press release on on the the convoy. So I don't know if you guys have seen it of where they're going to travel, where they're going to go, but they have it all mapped out and planned. People have done a lot of great stuff with it, and I'm all for them. And if you just keep scrolling on down rather than reading the media contacts there, Spence, get down there and show us the where and when and why and how that they're doing it, so they're, who all's involved with it. There they go, Okay. Uh, Wednesday, uh, February 23rd, they depart uh, from California. This shows you where they're going to be on February 24th, 25th. They're going to be in Arizona. Then they're going to be in Texas, on down. See when they come through Ohio. I don't know if they're coming across Route 70 or whether they're going the lower pass. Indianapolis, so there's March 2nd there in Indianapolis. Cambridge, Ohio. Betty! 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 Cambridge, Ohio. There it is, Friday, March 4th. They're going to depart Cambridge, Ohio, March fourth. That's just down the road for us. That's halfway between Betty and I. And then Saturday, March fifth, they're going to end up in Washington D.C. At the Hagerstown, Maryland, arrive in the D.C. Beltway area. So there, it's going on, folks. It's going on for sure. So something that might be uh, cool for us to do with the Salt and Light Brigade, if we can't go, is form little overpass committees, stand over those overpasses, and you know, put signs up and all that stuff. But this is gone. It- Tracy, Michelle yelled at me. Tracy, you too, Tracy. you too, Tracy. Coming to you, Tracy. Michelle yelled at me. She stomped on my studio and yelled at me. So, got it. Yes, I'm, I'm no, sorry. I would, like,
8: I would like to. I would like to speak. I don't have a hand. I just want to speak one time. You got a hand, but you don't have
0: it up. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right.
8: So listen. T- the problem with with us and the American people is they've watched uh, too many pretty uh, fight movies. Fighting is no. ugly, right? They they no. think they think. It's supposed to be pretty clean. Nobody gets hurt. So, what happened in Canada? You got your forward troops that, that did what they did. They took ground, established dominance. Now, you got to have the rest of the millions of people to follow back up. Just like Braveheart. Right. Uh, Braveheart picked, he, he said, they, his second said, What are you doing? I'm picking a fight. So, they picked a the fight. Now, yeah. in, in a real fight, uh, it's the same thing. In order to get something, you got to give something. You can't sit here and protect yourself all day and be worried about That's being right. punch or you. hit. Get, o- open you. yourself up, uh, uh, allow something to happen, and then you take something. Right? Yep. It's the, yep. The, so we got to begin to understand that ugly, that fighting is not pretty. It's not what you see in the movies. It, it, it's ugly.
0: And that ultimately, we're going to have to play a role in it, Bobby. Ultimately, yep. we're, yeah. It was, it was, no matter how much we don't want to, we're going to have to get our hands dirty as well come on in kevin all right coach
9: here here, here's the thing okay the canadian convoy came together very very quickly all right Right. that was spontaneous and it took the canadian government by surprise right the u.s convoy has given three weeks notice to the deep state what their plans are what their routes are where they're going to be going this has literally telegraphed their plans to the deep state to give them plenty of time to set up a false flag event, to infiltrate the convoys, all of that. And we know we know their M.O., okay? I mean, we, we yep. know how these guys operate. So I had the same idea yesterday that you had just now, and that was to reach out to Kooner to put the warning out to his three-quarters of a million listeners of – uh, watch for a coming false flag event. Why? Yeah. Because it's important to get out ahead of it with that that's narrative right. so that people that's, are that's watching right. for it. And Mike Adams has done the same thing. He's warning people, and I'm pretty sure Alex is probably doing So it's it's vital. That yes. way people are watching so then we don't get taken by surprise when a truck blows up. Maybe yes. you can fit a lot of explosives in the back of a tractor trailer. You yep, know what I mean? Yep. So, and they
0: yep. it on a Trump supporters. So yeah, again, folks... Amen, uh, that, that, Kevin. That's a good thing to do. Just start getting that word out there. You know, say, "Hey, be aware of a false flag. Uh, the government's going to pull something." Go just so so at least we have it uh, have it on uh, on record. Hey, pull, pull up what we had up there before, Spencer. I got this in my. I don't know who sent it to me. Um, uh, yeah, thank you, buddy. Uh, I thought this was really, really a uh, this really appropriate. I just want to read it to you. you. You all guys can read along. It says the most terrifying force of death comes from the hands of men who simply wanted to be left alone. They try so very hard to mind their own business, provide for themselves and those they love. They resist every impulse to fight back, knowing the forced and permanent change of life that will come with fighting back. They know that the moment they fight back, their lives as they have lived them are over. The moment the men who wanted to be left alone are forced to fight back is a form of suicide. They are literally killing off who they used to be. Which is why when forced to take up violence, these men who simply wanted to be left alone fight with an unholy vengeance against those who murdered their former lives. They fight with raw hate and a drive that cannot be fathomed by those who are merely play-acting a, at politics and terror. True terror will arrive at these people's doors, and they will cry, scream, and beg for mercy. But it will fall upon deaf ears of the men who just wanted to be left alone. And isn't that it? Isn't that where we're heading? It, take, it takes a lot. It takes a lot, because the truth of it is, as all of us know, I feel I take a risk every day when I come on this show, every day when I come on here, uh, a part of my normal life dies because FBI's watching, right? Secret Service. I, folks, I know they are. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not wearing this badge of honor. I know they are. They've been both been here. So every day when I get behind this microphone, I'm fighting back, trying to fight back in a peaceful way. But as we, as we all know, the moment's going to come when the former life that we had isn't going to be our life anymore. Let me show you a video here. I got this from Randy. This was really, really good. And that's just number two, Spence, number two. and started at the eight to uh, 12 minute mark. I ran into a guy named uh, uh, Bo Polny down there, who's really the guy that's speaking in this uh, video. Put it at the uh, eight minute mark, uh, Spence, the eight minute mark, the great exodus. Uh, Bo Polny does a really, really good job of explaining how the year of Jubilee has already started. I'm not going to get into that. Financial Jubilee, yada, yada, yada. But I, uh, Randy sent me this yesterday. He said, Coach, watch this from the eight-minute mark. Because we're talking about treason, and the people on the screen, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff, Mitch McConnell, Mitt Romney, Prince Charles, Liz Cheney. These folks' names are going to go down in infamy as traders. That will be forever stuck with their name, much like we think of uh, – uh, the great trader, my brain's dead. You know who I'm talking about. And for me to Benedict play, Arnold. Benedict Arnold, thank you very much. And so uh remember folks, we uh about opening portals, right? High places, strongholds, going to places that are enemy strongholds and tearing them down. And the places that we went, we went to uh we went to Hillary's house. And Randy went and laid his hands on the threshold at Hillary's house and opened up that portal. And we wanted immediate an immediate response, and it doesn't work that way. We went to the Georgia Guidestones. We went to uh, Serpent Mound. We went to the Circle Mounds. We went to Biden's house. We went to Obama's house. We went to Bill Barr's house. You, you guys know we've been doing this for a while, right? We've been opening these portals, That we've been claiming these territories for the cause of Christ. And I don't know where Randy saw this, Uh, I'm glad he did, and he sent it to me. This is about four minutes talking about the fact they're done with Hillary, folks. Listen to me. Hang on. They're done with Hillary. Why? She's become a sacrificial lamb to She has used, worn out her usefulness. This is about four minutes. Go ahead and play that. I believe this is what happened when Randy went and laid his hands on that threshold there at 15 Old House Lane. I don't know what that date was, Randy. I'd have to go back and check the date. And when you did it, and it's coming, the, the supernatural protection over Hillary Clinton has been removed. That's what I believe. Go ahead and play
3: it. Years, but now there's gonna be more and more evidence coming out about her and what she has done to cause and help with January 6th, to help with the impeachments to help with all the things that were going on and lie to the American public. And you can see that people have already started to discredit her, but more and more is gonna come out about her and yes she will also have the handwriting on her of treason for all eternity all of them
10: you know and what i found interesting because basically your prophecy states that the queen's going to die so and then he's going to be involved in the murder of it so this is again what is prophecies right it's it's events that are yet to be it's really incredible so you know we're knowing things in advance
3: God gives us the news before the
10: news. News before the news. So that is so true. There's other individuals and every one of these treason. This is what is going to be the event, you know, for them, you know, for all eternity. Address the Clintons. What's your, what's your take on the Clintons?
3: Well, right now, as you can see, Hillary is falling. The Lord has been giving me prophecies about Hillary Clinton for the last six months, for sure. I have about seven or eight of these prophecies that I will be giving out in an actual video that line up exactly what's happening to her right now and how the Clinton Foundation was involved. He's going to open the books to the Clinton Foundation. So everything that they siphoned their money through, everything they did with it, how they padded their own pockets, how they used it for their agenda, and so on. God said he's opening the books to the Clinton Foundation, and he's literally going to destroy them through that as well. And as we can see, the Clinton Foundation funded the whole Russia hoax now with Trump. As you can see, it's blasted all over social media, all over the news right now, which God said, everything that she did was going to be shown. And that's exactly what's happening right now. They are seeing with the Durham report, that she was a part of that Russian hoax, that she actually hired people. And not only did God say that she hired people, but she actually killed people. And she was doing this. She was storming around, ranting and raving until she got what she wanted. And now the elitists are letting her fall along with Bill because they're no longer, um, you can say, useful to them anymore because American people don't like them anymore. And because they see her as a failure... Because with the 2016, with uh, the 2020, everything that she's done, including helping with the impeachments and stuff, is just not enough. What she's done is not enough. But they don't realize it wasn't her that necessarily failed. It was the fact that they're against God. And God is the one who was never going to let any of these plans take place. But both Hillary and Bill, she'll be seen as a witch. She has blood on her hands. She'll be uh, known as that, and God will reveal that more about her. More details are going to come out about who she really is, and she actually is a part of um, a witch, whatever you want to call them. And uh, they're out of California or something. But anyway, Bill, of course, his, his life is so full with perversion and, and disgust and nasty stuff, but he will be shown even for more of what he did, and she was okay, really you the can one Okay, you can pull that of. off
0: there, of Spencer. So you get the idea, and uh, Randy sent that to me because – <clears throat> folks, we went to fifteen old house lane three different times. Well, those of you who don't know, Randy went was able to go lay hands on that uh, on the gate there and open that port. Yeah, the FBI's listening right now. Yeah, Hillary operatives are probably listening. Yeah, yeah, but folks, that hedge of protection, the demonic hedge of protection that was around her ain't there anymore. Just telling you, it isn't there anymore. So praise the praise the Lord about that. Here's what I really want to uh, <clears throat> wanna talk about this morning. Number seven, Spence. Number seven. Excuse me. Um, what is faith? Because uh, if you do a Google search, you can take that off the screen, Spence. I don't. I don't need to put my pretty face back up there a second because I want people to listen to me, not read right now. <clears throat> um, what is faith? And, and here's what the, the Holy Spirit spoke to me today. Is uh people use people use faith as just a, a overall term that has really it's lost its meaning. It has no meaning to it. How many times have you come to somebody and say, well, you know, uh he's a man of faith? What does that mean? He's a man of faith. Uh oh, I've got faith. I got faith in you, brother. I've got faith. And uh how about this? Uh Got to protect the faith, and protect the faith. Have some faith. We don't even know what we don't even know what faith is. What 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 does that word even mean? It tells us in Hebrews eleven, which you can throw up there now, Spence. (laughs) Excuse me. It says this: Hebrews eleven, chapter uh, first one, says now faith is, first of all, now faith is something that is immediate and current. Don't miss it. You you miss it. You missed what I just said. Faith always operates in the now. It is ever-present state of mind in the now. Now faith is. Not tomorrow faith is. Not yesterday faith was. Not not three hours from now faith will be. No, faith is ever-present substance of things hoped for and, most importantly, the evidence of things not seen. Folks, if you can see it, it isn't faith. If you can touch it, it requires no faith. And one of the things that we've got mixed up with in, in uh, the American Christian Christian culture society is this whole idea or meaning of what is faith. And how do you exercise it? And what does it mean? The Bible says, as a man thinketh in his heart meaning in his very being, in his wholeness, who he is, as a man thinketh in his heart, that is who he is. As a man, you cannot say with your mouth, uh, oh, Lord, cover us, Lord, keep us covered, and then as soon as your prayer's over, say, oh, I know that devil's going to get, folks, you can't Faith and fear cannot abide in the same heart. They cannot abide in the same heart. So faith is an ever-present, non-changing, I'm giving you my own version here, belief in truth. Truth. Faith is evidence of things that we have not seen. Now, we have the faith healers. What does that mean? What is a faith healer? And what does it mean that you're going to, oh uh, by faith, brother, by faith, what, what do you mean by? What the pardon, hold, my, hold your ears. What the hell does that mean? By faith. What is faith? Now friends, see they want to take us and they want to make us look like fools and say, the problem with you Christians is, you just go according to faith. That's all you do. Hey, friends, see, it's a confusion of what that word means. The entire world operates on faith. I got up this morning, did some show prep. In fact, you won't believe this. I walked over. I got up. First thing I did when I got up in the morning morning, is I walked in the bathroom, and I hit the light switch, and the light came on in the bathroom. I didn't have to pray that it would come on. I didn't have to go in there and say, "I believe in my heart those lights are going to work." I just walked in, hit that switch, and the lights came on. Never even thought about it. Then I walked over and grabbed my toothbrush and reached in and got tooth, uh toothpaste put it on it, and then reached over and turned to the water, the switch and the water came on. I didn't pray that the water would come on. I didn't I didn't brush my teeth by faith. I knew in my heart that when I turned on the water it was going to come out. I knew when I flipped on the switch the lights were going to come on. I knew that when I walked down the studio, the lights were going to light up down here. I knew that Spencer would get in here and he'd set the whole thing up. I knew that. Why? Because I knew by faith that it would. Because what? Faith is substance of evidence. I know from the evidence of what's always going on that that's how it works. It's always going to work. But, folks, what we have allowed to have happened is we've allowed the scientists to disqualify faith when they themselves operate by faith. Every experiment that they do when it comes to a conclusion the next time they have to do an experiment involving that, they have faith that that law that they think they have found will show up again. That by faith, they know it. By faith, if you take penicillin, it will get rid of that bacteria or whatever. I, I may have that wrong, Dr. Paul. By faith. They call it science, see? They call it science. We call it faith. Ever heard of George Washington? How do you know he lived? By faith. By faith, you know that he lived. You just believe whoever told you. They put a sign down there, Washington Street. In fact, yesterday was, two days ago, was George Washington's birthday. And we're all celebrating George Washington's birthday. And any one of us have any eyewitness evidence of who George Washington was. It's all based on faith. Is anybody picking up what I'm laying down here? Do you see what we have allowed them to do to us Anything that has to do with Christ and the universe and the setting of things in motion and the way things happen is all faith-based. Every guy goes to bed at night, I would assume, and sets an alarm, knowing the alarm will go off tomorrow at 6 o'clock, and also knowing that when he gets up at 6 o'clock tomorrow morning, the sun's going to already be rising. He does that by faith. But he doesn't think it's faith because he says it's science. It's science. Why is it science? Because it happens every day the same way. Science is, But you believe it by faith, friends. Nobody knows whether the sun will come up tomorrow. You believe it by faith as it will. Nobody knows that if I pick up this phone and dial, my daughter will answer. It's all faith. Everything that we, oh my goodness, if we could grasp this and understand how those scientists who are totally elbow deep in faith in believing things that they cannot prove because it hadn't happened yet mock and make fun of us because we have faith in the Bible because we don't understand what faith is. We don't have, it, we don't, we don't have any understanding in it at all. And they're in the doctrine. The, in the, look, look at what's going on with COVID and what they are telling us to put our faith in. Right? Right? Do we call them, uh, do we call Fauci a faith healer? He is. Do we call Bill Gates a faith healer? He is. When you take a pill, when you take uh, vitamin C, I hate to tell you this, you're taking it by faith. Somebody told you that it's going to work. You don't even know what vitamin C is. You wouldn't recognize vitamin C if it came up splashed right in the face. Yet you have faith that when you take it, it's going to make you healthy. Do you understand that the whole thing operates on faith? Yet we've allowed them to call us a classification of we are a faith community. What? What? The whole world's a faith community. It is what do you have faith in, not whether or not it's faith, because it is all faith. How many of you expect to be dead tomorrow? I don't expect to be by faith. I hear how Brett say that every once in a while. By faith, Coach, we're going to do it. No, well, no, not not by faith. It's going to be done. Why? Because faith is substance. It's evidence. And what will happen is the enemy will try to do everything he can to destroy the evidence. Because if he can destroy the evidence, he can destroy the belief, which is the faith, the belief in your heart, right? Oh, this is significant. And so that's all part of the lie of the serpent, of the separation between the church and the state. If you have just simply faith-based messages, they're not as good as science-based messages, when all science is faith, (laughs) it's all faith. It's all faith. When I put salt on my French fries, I know they're going to be salty. How? By faith. Because <laughs> they always have been before. They always have. I- I'll be surprised if I put salt on my French fries and they taste like, sh- like sugar. <laughs> that would surprise me. Why? Huh? I would notice that. Because by faith, I expected salt to taste like salt. Oh, Lord, help us to see what a trap they put us in. Come on in, Dale.
10: Well, Brother that that is just a wealth of information if we allow our minds to soak that that the, there's a biblical faith and then there's a world faith they're both faith the word faith in the bible in the strong's concordance brother it is pistis this is the definition a moral conviction in a holy god brother <laughs> why <laughs> cuz he's trustworthy Not only a conviction in it, it says the profession in him. In other words, proclaiming his name. And then it says a continual walk in it. That's why the men of old, that's why David would slew Goliath is because he had such a conviction in God, he wasn't going to be moved. Now, uh, brother, listen, when you said COVID, man, it just, last night we were all sitting in in the house. I had my brother coming in town, my sister's coming in. And I sat here and I said, answer me this one question. Tell me one truth they've told you about COVID. One truth. See, brother, their faith has shifted from a biblical holy unto God to the father of all lies. There's not one thing in the realm of COVID that we have been told by Fauci or the science that is truthful. They are, why? Because
0: see, science science is provable, Right. No, science is only provable if you have faith that the, that the studies that you've done are going, oh, this, this is really, really deep, boys and girls, really deep. Come on in, Sandy. I got something I'm
2: looking for here. Uh, go ahead, Sandy. Good morning to all. Morning. Uh, uh, I, I feel like that, uh, well, it's hard for me to say this, but I'll try to. Uh, in the scripture where it says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. And most of the things that we've been discussing are things that we see. Yes. Like the light switch, the light bulb. The toothpaste. Hang on,
0: though. I'm with you. I'm just going to interrupt you. I've never seen that light switch come on. This next time I will go to it. I've okay, never seen I that.
2: I think that okay. the confusion is between the word belief and faith. We believe the light switch will come on, so we flip it. Okay, gotcha. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. That makes sense. But in every instance that's given to us as an example of faith in Hebrews, first, it is the word of God. And this scripture says that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So the word of God comes. And then because we believe God, we act upon that word. Like. Those examples did in Hebrews. I got you. I got you. Because I've seen so much of this thing in the church where people try to conjure name it, claim it, name it, claim it. And that is not faith. No. Because when you hear from God, you will act upon it. And then when you act upon it, that is the evidence of the thing you don't see.
0: That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. Let me let me really good son. Stay with me a second here, folks. I got to show you this, okay? I just sent you something, Spencer. I just sent you the uh, the evolution evolutionary tree. That's why I want to get Doctor Ken Hovind on here, folks. Look at this. Look at this. Tree of Life. Tree of Life. Right now, as I'm putting the Tree of Life up there, I don't know if you can make it bigger or not, Spencer. Doesn't matter. They want us to believe. There you go. They want us to believe everything came from what the origin of life, whatever that is, huh? whatever that whatever the heck that was you guys ever heard of Occam's razor Occam's razor Occam's razor is a uh, about a 200 250 year old theory that the simplest uh, explanation is usually the most correct the simplest one now friends correct. is that look look at that right there look at this chart look what it starts with what does it start with Can you make it bigger, Spencer? What's it say down there at the bottom? That little thing, it says, the brown thing at the bottom. I can't even read. I always make it. Spencer's a good guy. Clear down at the bottom, it says what? Uh, I don't know. It's a single-cell amoeba. What's it say? Uh, Single-cell amoeba. And they want to tell you, through faith, right, that this single-cell amoeba, just for that thing, look look at everything else that was created. Make it small. Show us the whole thing, Spencer. Look at that, all comes to, take away that single cell anemia, oh my goodness, look at that tree, how they're all connected. Now, folks, Occam's razor would say, pardon me, that's BS, (laughs) that's BS, Occam's razor would say, uh, the simplest solution's probably right, and the simplest solution would be what? God created them. (laughs) That's Occam's razor, right? Mm. And, And what does science do? See, the devil says, well, you're not allowed to talk about God, so let's give this, Convoluted theory over here. That, that all this stuff happened because that amoeba became this, and then it became an octopus, and then it became a, a that, and then it became this, and then it became that, and over the eons of time and thousands of years and billions of, of uh, reproductions, about we end up with with man, right? And the reason they want to hide the F- nepheline giants from you is because that would destroy evolution, because they once were big and now we're small. We're going the wrong way according to evolution, right? Oh my goodness. Folks, we don't even know what faith is doing. We We don't even know what, we don't even know what, we let them again dictate to us what faith is. Go ahead, Larry. Then Bernie.
6: Yeah, you know, faith is not something you can't see because it is substance and evidence. And substance and evidence can be seen. Faith is the works that begin developing or making or doing what the Holy Spirit told you to speak faithfully. Works. Now, if works you're, speaking, is- if you're speaking not by the Holy Spirit. You can't possibly be speaking in faith.
0: Words so, are faith. evidence of belief, friends. I'm going to say it again. Words are evidence of belief. Your words yeah. ex- demonstrate what you believe. Go on in, buddy. Well, coach, just yeah. a second. You are you're right,
6: but let's put it. Let's put it. Let's keep it simple. Let's look at Occam's razor here. Faith is is when the Holy Spirit tells you to do something and to speak it. That speaking is the first substance and evidence of that faith. And then that's for your first work. It's doing the speaking. But beyond the speaking, you have the next work to do. Pick up a shovel. If the Holy Spirit had told you to move that mountain, you speak that mountain, be ye moved from here to over there. Your next work is to pick up a shovel and start moving a little bit of that mountain from here to over there. And that's the way faith operates. It, it's, it, faith is faith by works. It's not faith by speaking only.
0: No, of course not. That's my point. Bernie. Bernie.
11: Okay. Thank, thanks, Coach. Yeah. You know, I had my hand up earlier. I wanted to make the point, but you already made the point because the, the real question is what's the object of your faith? But there's a couple observations I just want to say. Yes.
0: Add. Hang on a second, Bernie. Yes. Faith towards what? Right? That Larry's well, told us that before. Faith towards what? What is your faith in? Go ahead, Bernie. Yeah, you can either believe in
11: the God who cannot lie or a man who doesn't even know the truth. And I just want to say, if you, I was thinking that, you know, Eve had, see, see, Eve was tempted, all right, because to doubt the word of God, all right. So she had faith in the serpent because she acted upon his words. Okay. Yes. The point is, the serpent had words, and the person acted upon it. In fact, and Adam had faith in his wife. So the question is, what is the object of our... Is it, the, is it the God who cannot lie? The God in whom there is no darkness at all? Or is it mm. in those of us who have... You know, you have faith when you tell somebody to go run a play that they can run that play, okay? But so that doesn't yes. mean they have the power to run the play. Well, right. our God is all-powerful.
0: That's right. So not only does he run the play, he, he makes us run the play successfully if we're obedient. Right. I'm with you. Right. I'm with right. you.
11: Right. I'm with you. Right. the the object of our faith is all powerful. All right. If people put faith in us, I don't want people to put faith in me. They need to put faith in God. Okay. It's not in my word, but in God's word. Yeah. But Bernie, Bernie,
0: come on now. Let's be, let's be practical here because many times as a coach, many times as a coach, I would say to a player, come on, man, I got faith in you. I believe in you, man. Right. That's right. So, so faith again is an expression of what you really, really truly believe in your heart. Right. No, no you, you, you
11: you had faith in him, but
0: the object of your faith was not all-powerful. That's right. That's right. The object of my faith okay. was not all-powerful. That's right. right. Amen. Rochelle.
12: Hey, good morning, team. Um, t- two things. Um, one is in, in Luke 24. It says, Peter ran to the tomb to look. Stopped stooping. He peered in and saw the empty linen unwrappings. Then he went home again, wondering what had happened. Huh. So... I just wanted to point out that even um, weak faith is a, is a part of the belief process. And um, that tree of life that you had up, that that is a, a total lie. There should be no faith in that tree of life. And I just wanted to share that one of the most more deceptive claims of modern science is that you've all heard that we came from chimpanzees and um, we share 99% of their DNA. Well, that's only true if you exclude 1.3 billion letters, which they, oh. you know, they want to call that, you know, junk DNA, which has been proven not to be junk. So, just well, wanted to we, share that.
0: so we know this, right? So, they, so we know that through the evolutionary process, it's critical for them. You have, to, folks, if evolution's not true, man, they're, they're screwed, aren't they? And evolution isn't true, so they're screwed, aren't they? Come on, Clay.
6: Yeah. Yeah, when y'all took Randy back up there to put his put put his hands on those gates, that was because Randy had faith, and y'all had
9: faith that Randy had faith. That was no, no. work.
0: No, Clay, I had faith that Randy had heard what he heard and wanted to act upon what he heard. I had faith in Randy that he had heard what he said he had heard. So this, so so again, let's get back to what really faith is, right? It can be faith towards God. It can be faith towards our family. It can be towards a lot of things. But faith is ultimately the substance of things hoped for. That's that's really what it is. Go ahead, uh, Clay. Didn't mean to cut you off. I just
6: I just wanted to say that uh, it, 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 when we have when we do works, isn't any works that we're doing through faith that there's going to be something on the other side of it? Or, you know, of course. That, we're working because any work, even any work that you do around your house or in your garden, Everything you do, because you have faith that there's going to be something that's going to result through that works. And that's we right. need to be that's people right. that, that people see doing these works because we have faith.
0: Amen, baby I mean, Amen. Faith shows what you believe. Go ahead, Dale. No, not Dale. You've been in here once. Let's go to Patriots. Oh, go to, go
10: ahead, Dale. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Let me connect two words. I'm just telling you, there's a difference between I trust what Randy heard or I believe in what God's word says. There is a big difference. But the word believe and the word faith are identical in the Strong's concordance. When the Son of Man returns to earth, will there be faith? Let me put it this way. When the son of man returns to earth will there be moral conviction in his holiness men and women professing in that and walking that thing out brother that is the definition of biblical faith
0: amen i got it but listen folks there's also unbiblical faith okay and what we yep. see is most of our school teachers have unbiblical faith in evolution you can have folks you can have you can have belief and faith in anything you want to huh but uh, christian perspective is ultimate unshakable truth that's the difference kevin come on in then naomi all
9: right so coach faith true faith in something should create one thing okay and this is a keyword you've already said it once but you you said it very quickly and went on to the next thing okay it should always create expectation Okay. Do you expect mm-hmm. it? Do you see what I'm saying? Okay, do you have sure. do I expect you expect the
0: light switch to come on? Yes, yes. I come in here in the morning, I expect Kevin to be connected. I expect yeah. it.
9: But right? when you and but when you and Michelle break down ten miles out into the wilderness and you got no cell phone with you and you're praying that the Lord is gonna send help, do you expect that he's going to? Yes. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you have yeah. expectation? That expectation should always be a byproduct. That should be what's fostered if you really have faith. Are you sitting there, oh, I hope he sends it? Or no, I know the Lord is going to send it. I'm staying on faith. He's going to send somebody out here to help us. He's going to come along, and you expect that.
2: Naomi, go, Naomi. Amen, Kevin. I've got two things. Um, One, Tim and I recently watched a very, very good movie it's called faith like potatoes and i encourage everybody it's on pure flicks i encourage everybody to watch it and you know when when i refused chemo and radiation i had no clue what else i was going to do but i had faith that god my healer was going to show me and he showed me what i needed to do so those are two examples
0: so even if you'd have died it didn't cancel your faith did it naomi
2: Exactly. I knew I had a 50-50% um, chance no matter what No, you didn't know that. Happened. No, you didn't
0: know that. That's what the devil told you. See, that's why, that's why Dr. Paul Goslin said, we got to quit chasing numbers because that's you end true. up with faith in the tests, right? That's faith true. in the tests. That's yep. true. Yep. My, my, our, our, our grandson, Deb, was going to be, uh, what did they say? He was going to be, in our, you always used the term, Down syndrome. Oh, yeah. yeah, everybody tried to believe as hard as they could that he'd be down syndrome. huh? I said, no, no, he's fearfully and wonderfully made. Randy.
7: Yeah, Coach, you believe God's word over believing the, the world, believing yes, the sir. other side. So That's right. Coach, this is something I, I use when I'm trying to get to the chase, is faith is to the spirit what hope is to the soul. The, the, a lot of people walk in hope. And that's good. Paul said that's good. It maketh not ashamed. He said, "Hope is the anchor of the soul." But when when God, you hear God's word and it, it speaks to you, and you say, "I believe it. It is absolutely true. I believe it." That's faith. That's the difference. There's a big. Okay. There's, but coach, what you know is the world is they're walking in in their faith of what they believe, but they're okay. hypocritic to the other okay. side of when we say we're walking in faith, we believe God opposite of them they're being it's a hypocritic system you which you I think you're pointing that out really well
0: so. so so Randy even the atheists have faith it's what they have faith in right what that's their right. faith is towards it's Folks, it towards the wrong thing you're right that's a that's good it, that's point. Right. you're making good the point. object of your faith right faith towards what good one good one randy uh pastor Tom come on in, and then Craig <clears throat>
1: Well, the Bible tells us, if you walk in the Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. You said something a little earlier there about uh, the simplest thing. It all goes down to the simplest thing. And I thought, the bottom line is this, God. You see, we can, you know, I've heard in the different things that it's all good and everything's right, but we can have faith in God's Word, but that's really not what we need to have faith in. We need, faith is literally that substance of things hoped for. That is Christ. When you put your trust and faith in Christ and your faith is in Christ, you can trust his word because of him. And the bottom line is this. It's faith or flesh. The Bible tells us every man's been given what? A measure of faith so that no man's without excuse. So, so Tom, listen, it's important to understand
0: everybody has faith. Friends, listen to me. Everybody has faith. It's what your faith is in.
1: It's what your faith is toward. Right? Exactly. And evolution is the faith of man showing that we did not come from God. And trying to prove science or of uh guy or, or and primarily here's the thing the by proving there's no God, they've literally made gods. Every God- experiment they do is done by faith,
0: every one of them. Every, every single one. one of them.
1: So so you can't state. let me
0: continue to do this. Make us second-class citizens because we're people of faith, right?
1: Well, the, the, I think the key is this, is when you get to the place, and it's it's about humility. God resists the proud, but he does what? To the humble. He gives grace. And when you get to a point, and there's times like Naomi had shared about cancer. She didn't want to do. There's a time in our lives, different times, it depends, where we're at a place where there's nothing. Where, where you get to a point, Okay. There's nothing in myself, in my flesh, I can do. Do you do you have faith in Christ to see you through that? Whatever okay. So outcome. let me
0: let me let me stop you a second, Tom. Because listen, listen, Tom is talking about spiritual faith. I'm talking about faith as a standalone thing, folks. Right. Right. Tom, so yeah, Tom is deep. Tom is deeply grounded in his Christian faith. Belief system, folks. There are people who have faith in scientific process. There Just are people speak. who, right? You understand? There are people who have faith in weather, men. You understand the point that I'm making? The faith exists outside mm-hmm. of Christianity. Is the point I'm trying to exactly. make?
1: Exactly. Well, you got faith in um, uh, Darwinism. They they truly, and this here's the thing. They sincerely believe in Fauci. They sincerely. Believe in evolution, but they're sincerely wrong. Yeah, everybody's well, been, they've, they've misplaced their faith instead of giving it to God, and that's like Eve, she took her faith and put it in Satan.
0: Well, see, Tom, you don't see, you, you, you I love you, you got a blind spot. You're okay. applying faith, everything to the Bible. I'm saying there's faith outside the Bible. I'm saying <laughs> that's what they've done to
1: us. No, they use faith, too. They no, use that's what I'm saying. faith, too. <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. They have faith in all those things, Darwinism, and yes. yes. all of the different things. And I've asked people who are atheists and agnostic that we have the same, the Grand Canyon, we have the same result. We have the same thing there. There's a big hole in the ground. Either, as they say, a little bit of water over a long time made it. I believe a lot of water in a little bit of time made it. They, we go back and forth, and I just simply will go this. Were you there? Well, no. Neither of us was. All we can no. go, they go by the science. I They go by faith in what they believed. What's the result? I go no. by faith in what God we said. We all go by faith. <laughs> <laughs> that, Fauci goes by faith. faith. No, I'm right with you. What I'm saying is we all have faith. The Bible says yes, all men have been given a measure of faith. Yes! But none, faith in what? Faith towards that's, what? That's what I'm saying. What have you truly put your faith in? Towards! And towards! Towards! Yes. towards. In. towards. But to where you can eat. I mean, it's like a you know sink or swim kind of a thing. Where is your faith? What is it in? Is it in your flesh? Meaning the world. Those things, science and things like that. Or is it towards God? But when we stand before God, all of those people that trust in the world and the flesh will not have an excuse because that faith could have been appropriated and should have been appropriated to God. But they The
0: people who stand before God and don't believe in God still have faith. Right. They have Absolutely. faith in the wrong thing. Right. They have faith. Faith in the wrong thing. Joe Allen, come on in, Joe. We we know
5: that the government, Hollywood, local news or ABC and Fox, they always put out truth or false truths. And they want you to believe in things. So this past fourteenth of February here, I, I took my wife out, you know, lovely love. Things with the wife and the family. And so I I took Carol to dinner. And then I, eh, let me try it. Take her to the movies. So we talk about Darwin theory, false biblical faith. There's a movie that my wife and I, and I didn't know nothing about it. I just figured I'd tr- try it out. It's called Moon Falling. It's the latest movie that was put out. And you want to talk about faith and questioning? Do a little homework and go watch this movie if you dare.
0: You guys all miss the point. Everybody's missing the point. I'm not mad at anybody. Folks. When you went to the movies, you had faith it was going to play. <laughs> when you went to the movies, you had faith there was going to be a seat. When you went to the movies, you had faith there was going to be a bathroom. Our entire lives are faith outside of Christianity. Faith is there for the non believer as well. They just have misplaced faith. You're right,
5: coach. You're right.
0: I know. I know I am.
5: Hallelujah. <laughs> I'm,
0: I'm not mad, but we just we keep going in a circle. We keep going in a circle. Right, well, we come. have Christian faith. Many of the world don't, but they still have faith. And it's not a religious faith in Buddha or a Hindu. Or, it's not faith in that. It's faith in themselves. It's faith in the light switches. It's faith in the tires in their car. It's faith in their gas tank. It's faith in, it's faith. Faith is believing something you do not see. And we've let them classify us as nuts because we have faith. You with me? Come on in, Dr. Paul.
7: Yeah, every time I hear the word faith, I also hear the word betrayal. (laughs) And I, and I, you know, am, and I work with a lot of trauma stuff. So I have to deal with that. But, you know, a lot of these people, even in the military, they get betrayed because they put their faith in something that's great, right, patriotism. And then they find out they do something for patriotism and end up uh, hurting. Amen, their,
9: Doc. It's, Amen.
7: It's, it's a moral injury. and. Yep. Uh, that's what's going on in the world right now. Where are they putting their faith? I mean, they yep. put it in Fauci, doesn't look so good. Put it in, Trump.
0: In put it in Trump, right?
7: Yeah, amen to that. And it comes down to one thing in my mind, trust God, not man. And, uh, that's, and what <laughs> God is that, by the way?
0: Yes, sir. Yeah, if I, if I was going to roll the dice, I'd trust God rather than uh, any of these other things we've got going on. Kathy, amen. then Reggie. Kathy, then Reggie.
3: Hi, coach. Um, I just wanted to say when I was just coming out of the Catholic religion and started reading the Bible and I started reading in um, James and all of these about faith, we really needed it to rain here. We were having a drought and I thought, OK, I am going to test this out. So I prayed really hard and I thought, well, I have to show my faith. So I stood out in the front yard with an umbrella and people were driving by looking at me like I was crazy. Oh. So it never rained. So I had to go back inside and recoup. And wh- what I got from that is, is we can't force God. We can't force his hand. Right. Um, he's He's ultimately in, in control. And, he, and he's not going to, I'm not going to
11: be. But all
0: things will work together for good. Right, Kathy? That's yeah. your faith. Yeah. You're not going to go out there. You don't have to beg God to heal you. Heal, heal is a children's bread. What's going on here, right? With a petition, the Lord begging to do it. He said, Why wouldn't he? He loves you. Why wouldn't he heal you? Something else going on that we don't, that we don't understand. That's, oh man. I'm about out of time. Reggie, quickly.
2: I get totally what you're putting down, Coach, at, a, at that level. So I don't even need to speak about Christian faith, but let me explain witchcraft. So it's words, elements, and the faith of the belief in those words. So, what your faith is in, so you shall be transformed. As a
0: man thinketh in his heart, so is he. The scriptures say, right? So is he. Whatever you think in your heart, that's what you are. Craig, come. Maybe you didn't take his hand. He gets busy sometimes.
4: Uh, coach, uh, true faith in Christ. Okay, we'll put ribbons on your chest and it's not because you earned it it's cuz you endured it and that you will have something to show for your faith and your life amen okay amen
0: okay so let me say this and i'm going go, i'm going to go don't want to make make anybody mad <clears throat> folks look all day all day for an hour no for 35 minutes you've been stuck in a christian paradigm do you understand that that everybody came in here commented commented about faith towards God and I'm with you God bless you shake your head people have faith in a lot of things everybody even a guy who's an atheist has faith that that light switch is going to work when he goes flips it right faith is substance now who is your faith directed to. And until we realize that there is faith working outside the faith-based community, then our eyes might open up and understand what's really going on. Because those who are profoundly lost, profoundly have faith in what they believe in. And we can't let them get away with saying, your beliefs don't count because they are faith-based. In fact, dumbass us, we use the same words. We use their words and call
8: ourselves, we're faith-based when the entire world is. See you tomorrow.